0: We are turning to the book of Exodus, chapter 32, and we're picking up at verse 17. Now, this is the portion, as I've said before, I've gone over this Moses coming down off the mountain and he's not going to be pleased with what he sees. And God has already warned him. So without further ado, book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 17. Let's get into this. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of a war in the camp. And he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. Now, of course, Moses already knew what was going on because God told him what was happening or what he was going to see when he got back down here. Verse 19. And it came to pass as soon as he came nigh unto the camp that he saw the calf and the dancing and Moses anger waxed hot and he cast the tables out of his hands and broke them Beneath the mount. Now you know Moses had to be extremely pissed. Because these tablets you remember in verse 16. We were told that these are the tablets that God himself wrote on. Moses was so pissed when he saw what the people were doing. He was so ticked off. That he threw the tablets onto the ground. He couldn't take it. After everything that they've gone through. After all that they were warned about beforehand here they go worshiping idols the very thing they were not supposed to do as all of us you know do constantly the very things we shouldn't do is the things we seem to run towards I don't want to be that way and I'm definitely making an effort in my life as a believer to stay away from that <clears throat> uh is that verse 20 And he took the calf, which they had made, and burnt it in the fire, and ground it to powder, and strawed it upon the water, and made the children of Israel drink of it. Now this is, this is some anger. He like, nah, y'all want this calf? Y'all want to worship this thing? Nah, you gonna drink this. You gonna learn today. That's what Moses was thinking. Y'all serving this molten image, you about to see how powerful or how weak this molten image that you made is. And it is weak because it has no power. And Moses said unto Aaron, what did this people unto thee that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? Moses is like, Aaron, what is on your biscuit, homie? Like, like real talk, what is on your biscuit? My hood vernacular right there. Moses trying to figure out what is going on with Aaron. How did Aaron get to this point? How did he allow them to talk him into doing this? This is what Moses is trying to figure out. He's angry. I imagine Moses is probably going back and forth trying to figure out what exactly happened. And Aaron said, uh, let me see, let me get back to it. And Aaron said, let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. So, I mean, we know this because, of course, we we have many of us have already read through the Old Testament. So we know that what Aaron is saying is true. Their heart is set on mischief. But as is all of our hearts. Still, the question remains, what was Aaron thinking? And I go back to my original question, was Aaron in fear? And is that why he allowed the people to, quote unquote, convince him to do this? For they said unto me, make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. Now, I would venture to say that Aaron, to some degree, probably thought exactly what the people thought. Something happened to Moses. And he was worried about, well, if something happened to Moses, what and how will these people treat me if I am in Moses stead? I would do better off just listening to whatever it is they're saying, instead of standing his ground and saying, nah, B, nah, B, we're not doing this. Y'all want to make a molten calf, you're gonna have to make it yourself, cause this is not what we doing. And I said unto them, Whosoever hath any gold, let them break it off. So they uh so they gave it me. Then I cast it into the fire, and these came out, and and there came out this calf. So I don't know if Aaron is trying to pull a fast one here if he's just saying yo i threw i threw the gold into the fire and this calf came out he made this calf he's the one that did this again aaron confuses me right here about aaron is my dog i like aaron but in this account aaron is straight bugging and when moses saw that the people were naked for aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said who is on the Lord's side let him come unto me and all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him and he said unto them thus saith the Lord God of Israel put every man his sword by his side and go uh, go in and out from the from gate to gate throughout the camp and slay every man his brother and every man his companion and every man his neighbor and the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses and there fell of the people that day about 3000 men this is this is brutal this is really brutal and ethically and morally. I don't know what to say about this because I know that's the question that some people are going to have. Like, wait a minute. He had them go slay these people. Well, if you know, at this time, when it comes to, to idol worship, this was serious and it wasn't just idol worship, right? There was, there was all kinds of debauchery going on at this point, along with worship and the idol. And Moses was setting an example. This is not something that we're going to tolerate. This is how these things will be handled again. I, I can't tell you that he 100% had God's, what what am I looking for? God's instruction to do this, but it was definitely allowed kind of like the writing of divorcement, right? It's not something that God set out, but it's something that God allowed. These are things that are very nuanced. And these are things that I'm going to be honest. They, they, they do pose a lot of questions. Moses sent these men out and they slaughtered 3000 people, men to be exact. For Moses had said, consecrate yourselves today to the Lord. Even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. That word, consecrate. Let's go to my trusty, Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary, as you've heard me say a million times. Okay. That word consecrate means to make or declare to be sacred by certain ceremonies or rites. To canonize, to exalt, to rank of a saint, to enroll among gods as a Roman emperor, to set apart and bless the elements uh, in the Eucharist, To render venerable, to make respected, uh, as rules or principles consecrated by time. So at this point, Moses is telling them, you now need to set yourself apart for God. We need to rid ourselves of this madness right here. Uh... Verse 30, And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, Ye have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the Lord. Peradventure, I shall make an atonement for your sin. Again, Moses in many instances being a type of Christ, and here we see this again, him going to God to make atonement for the people, to intercede for them. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. You know what this reminds me of? There's one spot where the Apostle Paul said that if it were possible, He wished that he could be accursed for the sake of his brethren. Moses really cares for these people so much so that he's like, yo, I wish you could blot me out for their sake. I don't want this punishment laid to them. Lay it on me. This is a different kind of cat right here. And the Lord said unto Moses, whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. He's like, yo, these individuals are going to be responsible themselves. You can't take this one. And in this regard, of course, Moses, even though he is a type in many ways of Christ, he is not Christ. Because he cannot take on the sins of the people. Therefore, now go lead the people into the place of which I've spoken unto thee. Behold, mine angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. Now, if you see here, judgment wasn't completely escaped. Remember what I said before. There's many people who have this philosophy and this ideology that God won't judge sin. It's all happy-go-lucky. You don't have to worry about anything. There is no judgment. You know, you you hear people say this is a no judgment zone. And to some degree, I agree with that. It's not my place to judge men, but that does not mean there are not things that are against the Bible that have to be checked there are things that have to be checked and if you if you have this idea in your mind that God will just let you do whatever you want and there will not be any consequences read through the book of Exodus again and you will see that that is very very far from the truth y'all know what it is stay frosty people